Hi everyone, um, welcome to our inaugural podcast. Um, this is John and Ofure. Hi everyone, it's good to be here. Yeah, so um, this is actually our first podcast. We've been trying to start this series um, for a while now and I'm excited that we are finally getting down to it. Um, we, we just got married two months ago and we have been having conversations in our home and one of the burning topics has been on family culture and traditions and we have just been talking about this topic for some days now and we just thought this would be a very good topic to do a podcast about yeah so so we're gonna be discussing family traditions today as um john rightly said and um my definition of tradition is just the way of life yeah uh, or culture that someone has the, the their most familiar way of doing things without um thinking too much about it your your habit basically so with regards to family tradition this would be the habits of my family the way i was raised the way i'm accustomed to doing things by virtue of my family of birth yeah absolutely i, I agree with that and just to give a bit more context here about culture, um, just like you go into organizations or countries that they have their different traditions, how they do things, right? So if you see a Nigerian, for instance, you would want to believe uh, the person is going to act in a certain way because of the cultural background. If you also look at companies, big companies who have a very strong culture, it's actually tied back to how much money they make in the, in, in, in the financial year. So culture is really a very, very strong thing, yeah. So for the components of family traditions we're gonna be covering today, we just have um, three key dimensions we'll be unpacking, finance, family family dynamics, and family conventions. So um, I was just gonna ask you, Ofre, um, what was your perception about me regarding our, our finances how how did you perceive the way i managed money and budgeting um so when i when i first met john his finance was a big part of his life in um i feel that it was very prominent that we um we, ha- we would have a conversation and somehow the fact that he keeps track of every couple he he had spent or every cent he had spent was very visible and one of the visits i actually made to when i went to visit during our dating or courtship whatever we want to call that was when he showed me a spreadsheet of every transaction right yeah that that spreadsheet is quite detailed (laughs) uh, i've been keeping that spreadsheet since i left the university is quite yeah. detailed yeah so he has a spreadsheet that has every every transaction basically this was just crazy and mind-blowing for me um so he, he's very detailed about his finances really he has a budget for every week and um he has to record everything all the inflows and the outflows which i thought was very um, exact i wasn't that way at all well i'll let him describe what he, he thought about the way I handled my finance. Yeah. Um, so when I met Ofure and we started dating, um, I didn't think that she wasn't prudent, right? But then I 
I wasn't sure that she was keeping track of everything <laughs> that she was spending, right? And she was at a level where, yeah, we could be in a relationship, but I cannot let her know that at that point that finance is a big deal for me because for me i just think that it is important that you track how much you spend because that would enable your plan and that would make sure that you are within your financial capability that you're not just overspending right so the thing is i was tracking well i wasn't tracking as actively as you were but if you asked me like off the top of my head maybe where does exactly 50 percent of my income go i couldn't have answered that um, as correctly as you you would have but um yeah basically i i i wasn't keeping track of all the cents and the cobbles dropping but john was so that was very um something that we had to ask ourselves which was it going to be really um what were we going to adopt because now he has made me what's the new culture in his home now? yeah i mean it's interesting now like um we have an app a budget app where we plan our budgeting um every month and ofro is actually the one responsible for tracking all the family expenses and it's just an exciting moment for me when she comes back from our grocery shopping or her most of our shopping trips and you know she, <laughs> she's just entering the transaction details on the app and that kind of makes me really excited and i feel that she's she's got the flu now and it's just it's just moving and and that's really good because now she i think you're now a bit more um conscious about financially it, right? aware and conscious of, yeah. of spending money and how much you spend it and and totally and i just wanted to point out that that adoption wasn't like very easy for me yeah. although i'm doing it more regularly now but it really wasn't um, of course, he has come with a mind sh- mindset shift from thinking that maybe he's too detailed and um, making a big deal out of very tiny details. Because it wasn't like I was spending money on gambling. Or mm-hmm. I could still see from my credit card statements where my monies were going. But this is different. So you've taken it to a whole new dimension. And it wasn't easy for me, but... Um, I basically had to shift, um, have a mindset shift, see that this is actually, I mean, I, this is actually good for me personally. And if, 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 (laughs) okay, go ahead, honey. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to say that keeping detailed tracks of the money didn't mean that we're going to be spending less, right? So it just gives you that visibility to say what areas are you spending money on? Are those areas the right areas? And we are the one to reallocate, right? So having a clear financial budgeting and tracking system at home just gives you that visibility. So for our home now, what we've adopted, we now have a unified budgeting system. And we also have like a scrum, a scrum session that we do every weekend where we actually go through what we've spent, what we are expecting as income and what the plans are. So, yeah. Yeah. So um, that's the first um tradition per se that was very prominent and we had to make some adjustments yeah. so and the next one is family dynamics so um <laughs> this one is really interesting because uh when i i guess the the example that comes to my mind is the fact that when i first met john and i got to know his entire family 
I found out that he spoke to his mom almost every day. And for me, it was very surprising. I would have thought that it was the female children that would be that close to their mother. And even the male children, they wouldn't be as close or, or the calls wouldn't be as frequent. So I I wasn't sure what to make of it. I wasn't sure if it was going to be a concern for me, um, seeing that he was that close to his mom. Um, but over time, I realized that having frequent phone calls to her was actually like her love language. And as we became friends the more and um it moved from just being friends to being her daughter-in-law she has also extended that over to me this is very this was very different for me because i really do not um we don't i don't speak to my parents that often we have a very very active whatsapp group but phone calls not mostly on need basis right so i had to adjust basically to to this um yeah do you want to add something yeah i mean i just want to say that i'm I'm really very close to my mom i'm not just my mom like all my siblings right and the reason for that closeness as i explained to you before was that we lost our dad earlier at some point in our lives and my mom was almost like the connecting point for the entire family so we kind of got really really close and that closeness has always been there so yeah, but I'm actually happy that you guys get along very well. And you guys, I think you actually talk to her now more than I do, right? And when we started dating and calling, right, I also had the expectation, like your own parents also calling me that often. But I kind of, <laughs> you know, over time realized that, okay, That's gonna happen. maybe their, their, their love language is different, right? So yeah. I, was, I, was, I was speaking with them. You know, but not like as often as I was doing with my with my mom. So that's interesting. But for our family unit now, what we've decided to do is that we feel that it's actually a very good tradition to um, connect with our family members, right? So now we have like a weekend calls we do to some of our family members just to check up on them and know how they're doing. Um, so, but do you think it's something that we're going to sustain, like calling family members like every week? Um, well, yeah, I think so. Um, I feel that you have to learn to love people the way that interpret love to them, right? So, yeah, and I, and I mean, I agree with that. I also think that life is really short. Like, I mean, the moments that we have to spend with our parents and loved ones, you never can tell what is going to happen in the next minute. So, any opportunity that we have to check up on our on our parents and folks. Even our friends, we should, we should always do that. Like it's, it's always good to be connected, especially in this world of technology, you know, where the divide keeps getting, you know, further and further. Right. So, yeah, yeah. Totally. So, um, I I think for that, for that um, particular tradition. So, um, just I'm going to backtrack for a bit. We decided that every everything that rises up as a a, a potential avenue for difference in tradition we ask ourselves yeah. if we're going to adopt it adjust it or just abandon it so um, yeah those three is so for the finance we decided that we're going to adopt john's um method of tracking finances and for the family dynamics 
it was going to be an adjustment, right? Yeah, and also, remember, I also had to create a WhatsApp group for my family. Yeah. And I actually learned that from you as well. So, yeah, um, yeah. so I kind of get connected with my siblings more on WhatsApp group now than on calls. Yeah, yeah. I think WhatsApp groups are really fun. We actually have two separate ones, one with the parents and one with yeah. just the siblings. But then I also think the way my family interprets those WhatsApp messages is that if they haven't spoken to you on voice, yeah, it doesn't like, really count, right? It's like you guys have not communicated at exactly. all. So, yeah. so which is different from my family because yeah. we only really call on need basis. But yeah. other than that, just the text. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. And then the other one we're going to talk about is um, family conventions. Do you want to throw some light into that? Yeah, so I think in this area we have a lot of similarities and differences, right? So yeah. before we got married, um, I kind of had some expectations on traditional rules for the family. I expected that there are rules that the woman would do ordinarily based on my background and how I was raised, mm -hmm. right? And I also think you also had those expectations as well. But so far, I just want to say that the expectations that I have um, for how the rules in the house would go, I think those expectations have been met. Awesome. And in some instances, they have been surpassed. Oh, how about all instances? Well, yeah, I mean, mostly, yeah. <laughs> mostly, yeah. So I still expect you to cook soup every day, Seriously? which which you do, but then it's not like... Every day? It's not like every day. Like, I mean, that's like my favorite food. I, yeah. Babe, I don't cook soup every day. You expect that there's soup in the house yeah, yeah, every day. Yeah, exactly. Not that I cook No, 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 of course, day. of course. Not that you cook every day. Like, I mean, there's soup in the house. Like, for me, my food... Like what I regard as food is soup. Like if if I don't eat that soup and eba, I'm like okay, I'm just being, you know. Johnny the typical evil man. So. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. so yeah, um, as you said, we we kind of have more similarities and differences in this regard. Um, one thing though that we've been noticing, so we got all our furniture from IKEA and we had them assembled by ourselves. And I saw that when <laughs> when we got the IKEA box, mm -hmm. he would just pass me the manual and be like, "Baby, interpret this. Where do we start?" So, um, and then we got the board today, and he's like, "Baby, set it up." You know, the kind of like handy things. No, no, no. That I would no. expect. The thing is, it, no, the, thing, the thing is that you are you are you are an engineer, right? right? So I feel that. Some of those things that require your engineering skills, I'm trying to hone those skills for you so that Seriously? you cannot use them more often, no right? So, yeah, being political. No, now. but but then what happened when we got IKEA furniture was that you were the one reading all the signs and I was the one using my assembling, my, assembling them. And it, it was a good teamwork, right? Of course, it and was. And I, I still think that you do an excellent job with your engineering skills. Right, but I guess what I'm trying to say is that. Um, stereotypically, I'll just say, I'll just think that, okay, yeah, the man will just set everything up, you know, like set it all up, you're the man, do all the handy things. But no, that's not happening. No, 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 it's not happening. I don't want to agree with that. I think that it's happening, but then I'm actually involving you. Okay, that's to, a good way yeah, to Yeah, I'm, I'm actually involving you so that you don't feel left out. Interesting, John. <laughs> I'm not yeah. buying that, but okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I guess for for those conventions, there's not really much adjusting to do, but we're definitely adopting. Um. We're definitely adopting what we came with from our backgrounds into our um our new home. Yeah. You know, as we try to set what's gonna be the 
the tradition for our home. So again, the, the three things we run everything that um, comes up as a potential source of conflict is, are we adopting this? Are we going to adjust or are we going to just abandon it? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm also going to say that it is not always stress-free. There are instances where those adjustments yeah. and those adoptions are going to come with huge amount of stress, right? Totally. But then if you have the expectations that these things are going to happen, it makes it a bit easier. Yeah. You know to handle yes yeah. definitely just the again the understanding that um i've lived for over 20 25 years of my life with my parents that's who i am yeah. you know those cultures and then it's not going to be a reasonable expectation for us to expect that all of a sudden within a span of two months everything is changed yeah, absolutely. And, and I also think that culture takes time, right? It's good yeah, to form. Like this forming, norming yeah. stage, you know, there are times that there will be conflict. But if you focus on the greater goal, which is actually the overall interest of the family, you kind of see that the journey is a bit easier. Yes, yeah. yes, babe. Um, and also, I, I think I wanted to highlight that when these... Um, differences in culture or traditions arise that we respectfully um talk talk about it to our partner or yeah. spouse because i mean for john to call his mom every day or every other day i could have asked why would a grown-up man do that or the fact that i don't speak to my parents every day um he could have said how can a family run like that or um how do you express love if you don't call each other every time? So, but I, I'm glad we didn't have to attack each other, you know, attack the culture or question the culture in a way that is derogatory. But just recognizing that this is bound to happen, even if you're married to your twin, which I don't think you should, mm. but there will still be differences, right? So, um, yeah, so respectfully speaking to that and then asking yourself, do we want to still keep up with this culture in our new home? Um, that's, that's a way to move forward with differences. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So, yeah, so we have come to the end of this podcast. Yay. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We hope to keep this as regular as we can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Thanks for listening, guys. We hope to see you next time.